In Luke 24, on the road to Emmaus, some friends encounter Jesus, and as he speaks, they find their hearts burning within them. In this On The Road series, we hear from friends about their current walk with Jesus and what he's speaking to them about now that's burning within their hearts. Join us on the journey. Hi, welcome again to On The Road. And um, we've got our friend Pippa here with us today. So um, I, I, two words, Pippa's an evangelist and a disciple maker. She really is. Whether, she, whether she'll agree with me or not, it's true. Um, and, um, and Pippa, it's a delight always to be in prayer meetings or meetings with Pippa. She's incredibly open and honest, um, asks incredibly insightful questions and genuinely has a pursuit of God that is beautiful for those of us that know her to see. Um, and to be inspired by and, and almost every time I'll catch up or speak to people I'll be oh well I met this person or this happened or God spoke about this and, and it genuinely is a delight that um, she's with us here today and you get to spend a bit of time in her company whether you're listening to or watching to this so uh, Pippa thank you for being with us thank you um, thank you I am um, so as obviously as part of the the on the road series is this idea that um that Jesus is always walking with us. We can hear him. We can expect to hear him, to know what he's speaking about. Mm. Um, and we will at different times, either uh, ideally day by day, but ideally we will um, know that we can hear him speak and we can go and follow his mm. voice to what he says, or there'll be certain things that he'll just burn in our hearts that like we know we're meant to do this, or there's scripture that comes to life and it changes our yeah. what we're doing each day. And so um, that's the, the kind of the raison d'etre, the reason we're doing on the road so um i'll start with our, our standard opener Great. for 10 people which is yeah. is there anything specific that god's speaking to you about just now or something that god's spoken about that's kind of the burning in your heart well i was thinking about this and there's so many different things but i was thinking maybe we go for the top three okay good <laughs> so even there pippa some people will be like i just want god to say one thing and you've got a top oh, three yeah. <laughs> yeah well i think the first one is um and, and something that um, is, is really big for me at the moment is um, this awareness of the extent. So we were diving straight in here now, but the extent of the enemy activity that goes mm. on against us in our lives, like every day, all the time. And mm. I've been struggling um, for so many years with um, some things. And I've just had in particular um this incredible breakthrough after about 30 years wow. of having this uh, same problem um and i've been to all kinds of ministry and what have you and nothing's really given me the breakthrough like this mm. has mm. and this has really come about through a, a chap called uh, robert henderson i've got his book here mm. and it's called the courts of heaven yeah and um there's two uh, main scriptures I just want to touch on now yeah. that um, would be really helpful, I think, to share. One of them is in uh, Revelation, the Revelation 12, um, 11. I'll just read it out. In fact, it starts at Revelation 12, uh, 10. Um, For the accuser of our brothers and sisters who accuses them before God, our God, day and night mm. has been hurled down they triumphed over him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony they did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death mm. and what robert henderson uh, gave me awareness of as i was hearing his teaching was the accuser's voice 
and I never really locked on, you know, to, to his voice mm. that accuses, the word says, he accuses them before our God day and night. There's this sort of persistent accusing that goes yeah, on. Yeah. And when you wake up to it, you suddenly have your radars mm. going your, your to one on. particular, yeah, one particular, you can focus on uh, on that particular thing. And so I started to become aware of all of these things that I have been listening to, almost like in my subconscious. Mm. And I'll give you an example of that. Let's say, you know, to be very open, and you said I'm already <laughs> quite honest. I expect so, nothing less, Pippa. <laughs> so it's just, you, you know, you're not pretty enough, or mm. you're not slim enough, or uh, you talk too much, or you don't talk enough, or you're going to mm. be scared. Um, and one particular thing for me is um, I've been a bit sort of anxious socially so i have social anxiety mm. when it's a one-to-one -one in particular so i find it really okay. difficult i have done in the past found it really difficult to go and just sit with one person in, in a coffee shop mm. or um in a restaurant um my my idea for for dating someone in the past would have been there's just no way i would have yeah, dated yeah. someone yeah, yeah because yeah. i just wouldn't have managed it i just couldn't cope with yeah. it i want to run out of the room I'd feel panic coming on. I couldn't even understand why that was happening. And that was a strange thing. And it was just seemed to be getting worse and worse over the years. Mm. Um, and it would be really, it'd be really intense. So really hard work to even just stay in the room and be focused on uh, that conversation that I was having with the person. Because yeah. I'd have this kind of constant panic, panic attack after panic attack in the moment. Mm. but unexplainable reasons mm. and yet um as i as i realized that this was going on so even a sort of an invitation let's say to have um a coffee or, or lunch or whatever mm. i would get an immediate fear mm. and but and, and you can't do that you're going to be scared you're going to have a panic attack it's going to be awful da, da, da. and it would go on and on and on and that's the accused yeah, voice yeah. yeah and so what i was able to do then is to once i tuned into it and realized oh the dynamic of what's happening yeah yes that's i could then lock onto it with my radar mm. and then annihilate it mm. <laughs> and, and, and 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 i i did that through scripture so um is that your dog? My dog. Please be like, come on, give me attention instead of Pippa's. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, dog. Um, and so I was able to, yes, like I say, um, either use scripture against it mm. or um, just literally knowing my authority mm. in Christ, just say no. Mm. And it worked and it's given yeah. me freedom. So there was no, this sort of, I've had release in the past where I've had sort of, this incredible, you know, momentary release. And, mm. um, but this has been, you know, just day by day, minute by minute, if something comes against me thinking, oh, that's not right, that's not God, then I'm able to um, combat it. And, mm. um, and some people might think, well, you know, I, I'm not sure I'm long enough in Christ to mm. be able to, or have the authority in Christ to be able to do this. But I just want to reflect on Isaiah 54, which is also what Robert Henderson um, teaches on. And again, really helpful scripture. Mm. So this is Isaiah 54, 17. No weapon forged against you will mm. prevail and you will refute mm. every tongue that accuses yeah. you. 
for this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and this is their vindication from me. So mm. I am able, no matter, it doesn't say you have to, you know, how long you have to be in the Lord, how, mm. you know, just yeah. by being in the Lord, in the Lord. Yeah. We, we can refute every tongue that accuses. And mm. so now that I'm locked on to everything that is not of Christ, I can refute it and mm. I can have authority over it. Mm. And it's been just, I cannot tell you what an incredible breakthrough mm. it has been. What freedom yeah. I have. Praise and I God. can now sit and have lunch and enjoy lunch and not have a panic attack or anything like that. Just because when I hear the accuser's voice, mm. oh, you're going to go red or you're going to have a panic attack. Say, no, I didn't. I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't even aware of it before. Mm. And, and of course, it's, it's, it's often it's in your own voice you're hearing it. Like your your internal exactly monologue that. happens in your own voice, and you know, like one of the the things that like advertisers try to do is if if your friend recommends something to you, it carries more weight, and if you tell yourself something, it carries even more weight. So that voice you're hearing, it's your own, like you hear it in your own voice ringing in your ears, and so it's 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 deceptive yes. even in that sense that you're hearing. Yeah, it. I hadn't really thought about that, but yes, you're right, um, and and. And also, it can be, it's very direct as well. Mm. Um, well, sometimes I've gone to speak at some event and mm. I will hear the words, who do you think you are? Mm. And, and, and things like that. And, and now I know um, where that's come from. Mm. And I know that I have the authority, that we have the authority as Christians to say, no, that's not, that's not mm. right. Mm. I, I have the mind of Christ. I mean, you can use so many different scriptures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as you start looking for them, you somebody, see every scripture yeah. just gives you something to, to wield as a weapon against that. Yeah. Yes. And so it's what I do every day is now, um, because uh, going back to Revelation uh, 12, you know, it talks about how to overcome. Um, well, we overcome, um, we overcome the accuser by the mm. blood of the lamb. So I, I, I claim the blood of Jesus for myself mm. every day. Mm. by the word of their testimony and i declare every day you know i am mm. christ's and mm. my whole life will project the testimony of jesus in mm. everything i do what it what i say uh, my time my money everything is jesus mm. Mm. Um, and they did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death mm. and um that i think is a giving up and a surrendering of our lives to jesus and just saying not my will, but yours be done, Lord. And I think, you know, again, I've learned over the years that a dead person can't be intimidated. Mm. And so let's die to Christ on a daily basis. This mm. is this is this is my life, but it's your life, Lord. Mm. You know, it's I give this to you. I surrender the day. I surrender all my worries, concerns, I entrust them all to you. Mm. And and I know that God, we've talked about, you know, God is not a, a, a formula or a method, but this works. Yeah. This really works. Yeah. Um, it's it's, and, um, uh, it's yeah. interesting because obviously like part of what, I mean, just because we are in Christ, Satan hates us. Like that, that's grounds enough for him to want to destabilize us and, you know, attack our identity of who we are and stuff. But I, yeah. I also suspect that specifically what you're talking about as well is it's, um, more than just wanting to harm us because we're in Christ, he actually wants to destabilize us in areas that we're meant to 
move in power. And so part of the stories that you share or kind of what like, you know, like there'll be a lot of people I think who know you would be surprised in some sense, not really because you would have talked about this, but, you know, would be surprised because a lot of your stories come from those one on one encounters where you've either bumped into someone in the street or, you know, you'll say I was having coffee with this person, that person. So, again, it's just interesting that that's an area where you historically have seen fruit. I would say it's fair to say in terms of mm. disciple making or kind of, you know, sharing the gospel with people. And yet it's also been for 30 plus years one of those biggest areas where mm. you've um felt attack and you know like so again it's just interesting that it's not just a, a generic attack it's actually to try and hit areas where you're have been fruitful and, and where god's got purpose yeah. for you um, yeah i mean he doesn't want us to speak he doesn't want us to be intimate this is the accuser you know he doesn't mm. he doesn't he doesn't want us to be effective and and that's right. The, the very thing often that you're called to do, he will try and attack or yeah. destabilize. Yeah. And he wants us to be quiet. So and, and not to um, to talk about the Lord, to not share, to not to yeah. not make disciples, even though we're commanded to do that. Very yeah, thing. yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's interesting. It's again, interesting. No, and you go. No, no, please. Oh, I've lost my train of thought. No, that's okay. That's my fault. <laughs> um, but again, it's interesting because Robert and Henson and others will talk about, um, and again, I, I found it useful when he talked about it, is that we we often think of the Jesus's blood as being this thing that was spilled on the cross and that was it. But actually, Robert and others will talk about it. It's like there's actually, there's more life and power and, you know, like daily authority in Jesus's blood. Like it's, you know, like you see Cain Abel, it says, you know, your brother's blood calls out to me from the, the ground and that there's something that um i just don't think we've fully grasped of what it actually means to live or claim the blood of jesus as a kind of daily thing um yeah well it sounds a bit weird doesn't it in this yeah. um you know in this era yeah uh, we, you know we speak the blood of jesus over you it sounds a bit weird mm. but the the truth is that his blood is speaking now mm. and it's you know it's speaking as the intercessor before the, the the throne of God, we have, you know, the accuser mm. day and night, and we have the intercessor day and yeah. night. And so it's it's knowing that we side entirely mm. and have authority in the mm. intercessor, and we're with yeah. him. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Man, I feel like I feel like we're going to struggle to fit in your top three, but that's a good that's a good one <laughs> to start with. So uh, I'm, in, yeah. I'm intrigued, people, of what the second thing that you feel that God's speaking to you about just now, or that's kind of well, burning. Yeah, you. this is this. Yeah, this is an interesting one because um, this is about obedience, and you know when we say that word obedience, it doesn't yeah. sound um, very palatable. Mm. But um, I, I think this journey of obedience, um, being obedient, obeying um, the the Lord, is something that uh, really God's been showing me over the past couple of years, and. It started when I was just praying for someone and then out of the blue, I felt the Lord say, this country is not obedient to me. I was mm. like, what do you mean by that? You know, what mm. do you mean by obey? What do you mean by obedience? And so I started to look it up. And then um, again, I just want to refer to scripture because I always think that's a good place to start. Yeah, yeah, if and um, doubt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And this is um, for me, um, what what I what I learned through um through this word obedience is really again life changing um looking at romans 1 so 1 5 through him so this is romans 1 5 through yeah. him we receive we received grace and apostleship to call all the gentiles to the obedience 
that comes from faith for his name's sake. And so uh, there's that. And then if you just flick a bit further on to Romans uh, 15. Mm. Um, <clears throat> Uh, sorry, Romans 16. Um, and this is uh, right at the end of Romans. Yeah. Um, so 26. Let's let's say let's start in 25, actually. Now to him who is able to establish you in accordance with my gospel, the message I proclaim about Jesus Christ in keeping with the revelation of the mystery hidden for long ages past but mm. now revealed and made known through the prophetic writings by the command of the eternal God, so that all the Gentiles might come to the obedience that comes from faith. Mm. And I started to see that, you know, we've had an, an era very much within the church of grace mm. and this real message of grace, which, um, you know, I would never want to detract from because, of course, we're all living in that grace. Mm. But alongside that, I felt that the, the, the father was starting to open my eyes to what this obedience really meant. And and grace and uh, when we when we're saved, we we come to know Jesus. But for 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 what purpose? Well, yes, to have eternal life. And mm. there is grace. And but what does he want from us? Well, he he is wanting to sanctify us to bring to bring us to a place of this beautiful obedience that is mm. natural that just comes from a heart of wanting to please the father not mm. because we struggle to obey but yeah. it's just something that's a beautiful sort of if you like symbiosis mm. of um of this togetherness mm. so obedience will bless the father but it also blesses ourselves mm. because if we walk in obedience then uh, then it is simply better for us yeah. it also blesses community it blesses others and and if you start reading the word you'd see obedience everywhere Every, yeah absolutely yeah. everywhere yeah it's, it's a beautiful so like i've i've had a similar moment where god's spoken about obedience and then for like a year or two longer i just started seeing it everywhere and you get these incredible verses like um 2 john 1 6 where it says and this is love like you know basically mm. there's the, and this is love here's the definition of love to walk in obedience to my commands mm. i mean like you can't get it more plain like this is the very definition of to love god yeah. is to walk in obedience to Christ. you see him um, and i think it's acts 13 it talks about david it says oh you know this is um david their king and god testified concerning him he is a man after my own heart. He will do whatever mm. I command him to do. You know, so again, like this is, you know, this is David who messed up royally <laughs> um, and the one who Jesus will sit on the throne of David. He says, oh, no, no he's a man after my own heart because he will do whatever mm. I have commanded him to do. Um, and and you just you just see it everywhere. One John five. In fact, this is what is it? This is love for God to keep his commands. And it's just that 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 washing of obedience and it's it's interesting i think you've talked about this before like um who we've been on a, a call or a meeting together that our we often revolt against that sense of obedience or that what that that word, word even means yeah. it feels like you know just and again i think that is because the the use of obedience in the world around us in the fallen world um, has all these connotations of abuse of power or basically like you're very weak because you're just obeying you know like so like we've kind of <clears throat> you know, we've just kind of got all these connotations 
of this word, which is is nothing of what it means when God says it. And you know, like like again, we've just kind of so I think there's a redemption of that understanding of what it means to to be obedient. Um, yeah, beautiful. Life, yeah, yeah. But but then the next question is, okay, so how am I going to be obedient? Mm. <clears throat> and that's a completely different thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, and it's learning to obey in the moment and being responsive mm. and practical and practical in it. And so you know, I, I've been asking the Lord, well, can you teach me to obey? You've asked me to obey. Now, can you yeah, teach yeah, me to me. obey? Can you can you lead me in this? Can you show me exactly? And so I've just started again having the radars up, but on, mm. obviously with a slightly, you know, yeah, um, different, different, fo- different focus. So you've got lots yeah. of, yeah, exactly, different, different uh, radars doing different things around me, and and, and this can be um, just trying to be very responsive to the smallest hint, mm. um, because then actually what we're doing then is learning to hear the voice of the Lord, mm. um, and even if you know, it might not be the Lord's hint often enough it is mm. <laughs> and um so it might be something very basic like well you know i'll be doing my stretches downstairs on the floor and i feel there's a, sen- a sense that i feel i must go upstairs and check on the girls mm. well in the past it would have been my girls my yeah. girls. Uh, in the past it would have been i'll just finish my yeah, stretches it's a night yeah. getting up. yeah and, and i'll just you know and then i'll go upstairs when i when i want to but actually um just taking that initiative and going well i think i've heard something mm-hmm. but i'm going to go and do it and and or, or just stopping what i'm doing um whatever it is to to be to to, to respond in the moment and i think that that's really key mm-hmm. because then as we get these small steps then god starts to progress to bigger things that as we're obedient mm-hmm. in, he, he knows right well if pip's listening then yeah, I'm going to, yeah. to her you know yeah. and and, and I'll give you a couple of examples um, of where I have them. <laughs> Good. That's yeah. <laughs> and keeps me humble, which is yeah, 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 Jesus. me over the past few years. But, um, I mean, here's a, here's a good one. Um, well, actually, where I have obeyed the other day. So again, it's it sounds ridiculous, but it's so helpful in life. And I think God's, you know, He He wants to be in the detail of our lives, and we can rejoice in that moment of, oh, thank you, Lord. So. Oh. I was just going up towards the common, taking the dog for the walk, <laughs> and um, and I thought, oh well, maybe I'll just pop into the butchers now. I think I should pop into the butchers to get my my evening meal, you know, to get my my ch- my chicken. And uh, so I pulled in and went went inside, and and uh, I said, oh, are you clearing away? He said, oh yeah, we finish early nowadays, mm. and um, we we finish in in an hour's time. Well, I wouldn't have been able yeah. to get my dinner yeah. had not I had listened to that moment and. Uh, you know, and parked up and done that, and that's very unusual for me because I tend to back end things. Yeah. I tend to do things. I rush at the end of the day. Yeah, last minute. Want, yeah, yeah. The chicken's going to get hot in the car and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But that's just an example of good mm. obedience and just how that benefited me. Very practical. Um, God spoken to me through parking tickets. I'm going to be really open and honest here now. Um, I went up um, onto the common again as a theme here, and I was due to meet a friend. Unfortunately, the friend is sometimes late, which I find <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's my issue, not the, the other person's issue. And, and I'm sorry if you're listening. Uh, right, nobody else knows who they are, Pepper. Don't you worry. <laughs> uh, the trouble is, they yeah. do, that's the issue. Um, and um, so anyway, I was there on time, um, got out of the car and uh, took the dog over, waited and um, 
and then had this sense I need to go back to the car mm. and uh, thought I'm not going to back to the car because if I go back to the car then when my friend comes she'll think I'm not here <laughs> and then that'll mean, <laughs> that'll mean that I look as though I'm late so oh, how awful is that <laughs> um, uh, stealing with pride yeah, yeah. humility all kinds of things you know that uh, I need to learn lessons on and actually um, in that time um, that I if I'd have gone back at that time and checked the car out, I would have realized, because uh, I did ask the Lord, you, look, you usually tell me why, you know, yeah. if I'm going to get a parking ticket, you usually kind of hint, yeah. give me hints. And uh, he said, well, I think you were too busy, you know, getting frustrated with this other person mm. and not able to hear me. Wow. And so um, I, when I did go back to the car, eventually I had a parking uh, ticket. But I think if I'd have gone back to the car that moment. and responded to that mm. sense, I would have seen the uh, parking notice directly. <laughs> and it would have saved me £65. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there you but, are. There's, it's a lesson. Yeah, I, think, I think the thing that's um, beautiful about both those examples is people um, might often have an expectation that God will speak to us because he's got like a, a task he wants us to do or go and do this thing and go and do that thing. But both those examples are just like just the daily care of your father in heaven who loves you. And, you know, and the thing that I've, I've often talked to people about is that um, obedience is, an, is the end itself. You know, like we often we're so results focused that, you know, like if you're walking down the street and you feel God say, OK, go to the other side of the road or take this route or go and check on the girls or do something like this. We and we go and do it. That obedience shows love to god that like that like as in like it's it's already completed its mm. purpose which is we've shown god our love but we often then say well i crossed over the road and nothing happened or i went and checked on the girls and they were fine and there was nothing to happen there because we're so output results focused as opposed to just saying Do you know what? i i felt a sense check from god and i went and obeyed that and that that in in and of itself is is the purpose of it and part of that's training and part of it's just that you know kind of means that we are much more responsive to God's ear when he then does call us to go and do something or, you know, kind of, you know, speak to comfort someone, zone yeah. and go and speak to someone or share the gospel or offer to pray for healing or any of those sorts of things. It's kind of learned through those. But again, I, I you know, like that's the, yeah. that I think that's where people can get disheartened. And, um, you know, like, oh, well, I felt, I thought, I, I thought God said to go and do this and nothing happened. And actually, like that there, there's goodness that's already happened because you've chosen to respond to god and I, my my feeling often i think you kind of alluded to this a bit as well is that where we um even if we think god said to do something and we do it even if we're wrong about that the grace of god is as if our heart is to do the will of the father what he sent us to do and even if we get that wrong actually i think sometimes you'll still just honor us in that you know like and just actually yeah you know like totally. your heart so there's um there's a great line if I'd rather fall, you know, moving forward than standing still, you know, and I'd rather get stuff wrong trying to follow yeah. what God's telling me to do and be responsive to Him in that, in that moment. Yeah, I mean, the success is the obedience, yeah. not the end Absolutely. result, isn't it? And and all these things, all the things, is the training mm. and exercising that muscle of hearing. So you know, I got I've been over the years really frustrated. Well, God's not spoken to me or. He's not, it's not clear enough, but I've asked him, and I think we can all start with this, is Lord teach me. Mm. And that's what he's wanting, isn't mm. it? And, and so, you know, he's wanting us to ask him. I mean, this is the whole point, isn't it? That we grow in this yeah. relationship. So Lord, teach me to hear. I'm not hearing, so teach me. Just as simple yeah. as that. 
you know, and um, like you say, one thing leads to another. And so I was in our local department store um, just recently. I was um, doing some window shopping. Don't tell what I was doing. <laughs> and, and, um, and actually, uh, there was, uh, when I went to, to purchase this item, there was a couple of ladies behind the counter. And um, I noticed that one of them had a cold sore. Mm. And um, so I just, and because I'd had problems with that in the mm. past and I had some great medication for it, I said, I hope you don't mind me asking, but is that a mm. cold sore that you have? And then she, this, this then opened up into a real mm. sort of, well, she, she was just sharing her whole wow. life and how difficult it was. And as she was sharing that, because she's got these cold sores because she's been very stressed and what have you, um, I could hear the father saying, pray for mm. her. And he said it quite a few times, pray for her, pray for her, pray for her. So I said, would you mind if, if I pray for you? And she went, oh, me, oh, really? Wow. And so she was really taken mm. aback with that. So I said, maybe we should go to the chamber. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You know, um, so, you know, feel awkward here. So we went to the changing rooms and they, she opened up. She's a Muslim. Mm. Uh, she was a Syrian refugee. She's had two of her uh, family die. And, and it was very tricky for Jesus. her. And obviously that's why she's got a lot of distress and the mm. cobbles are coming up. And so uh, what started as, you know, just uh, even loving the person in front of you, just wanting to help mm. someone. And then God adds his mm. word obey or take the risk mm. i'm prepared to take the mm. risk because you know what's to lose mm. and you know she she was blessed it was then opened up a conversation afterwards about well if you want to know anything mm. more about faith then i can i can share that and this is what i do i sometimes uh, run women's groups mm. and i can sh uh, share a little bit more about faith um and so that's a a big open door and she was crying you know she was she was noticeably touched yeah, by the by, lord yeah. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so it's, it's, it's leading these, it's just taking those small steps of faith, mm. listening to the Holy Spirit. And then we will see, start to see God use mm. us. I believe more and more um, as we go every day. I, I, I love um, that story. You start off with, it starts off with you saying, I think I've got a remedy for you. And Jesus says, yeah, no, no, you really do. Just not the one you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the bigger yeah, remedy, yeah. yeah. Um, salvation. I'm, so I'm, I don't. Yeah. I think just for time, because we we want. I want kind of we we've mm. enjoyed ourselves too much. But so I don't don't know if we'll get to your third thing. We might have to have you back, my friend. We'll keep people tender hooks. Um, but well, it's, I mean, it could be that. But I was going to say, like, is there, is there one thing that even just now in this moment that you're you feel in your heart actually? If there's one thing you could say to people who are listening, either about the stuff we've talked about or kind of something else that's sitting there that. It would kind of be your, I suppose, your kind of take home or your kind of parting shot, as it were, for for just what you're feeling in God just now. Well, I think that I use this phrase, um, I put all my eggs in the Jesus basket. Mm. And um, I, I look around at colleagues and um, and and friends and, and family and thinking, well, they've got, they're doing really great for themselves. They've got business, they've got, they've got their own, you know, they're, they're working, they've got a, you know, they've got a title, mm. they've got, they're, they're somebody. Um, and yet I, I feel sometimes I don't know what I'm doing, mm. Lord. You know, I, I'm, it's a bit sporadic for mm. me. There's no sort of definite, this is where I'm mm. going in life, but um, I can't see that yet. I know I've got sort of maybe the next sort of month mm. planned out or even the next day mm. planned out. 
Um, um, but I feel that like the Lord just calls us to trust him and to literally give him everything mm. and he will make the right path for us. It's a huge trust. Mm. Um, but we, I think, you know, we, that this is where we have our freedom and our peace mm. is entrusting our lives to him. Mm. Um, and, and put, and putting all our eggs in the Jesus mm. basket, holding nothing back, just giving everything. Um, and whatever that looks like. And I'm not saying that people can't be businessmen yeah, of course. because, you know, it, it's just being obedient again, coming back to this mm. obedience. It's just being obedient and, and wanting to make Jesus, um, the center or genuinely the mm. center of our lives. Mm. Uh, someone showed me something recently. Um, you might've seen this before, but you know, if we ha have, let's say this is Jesus and we have him far off in the distance, um, we can see everything else that's going on around us and, you know, and and he's maybe a touch out of focus, especially if you've got bad eyes. So, <laughs> but if you bring him in close, then you know, and he's centre point, mm. then everything else mm. um, sort of pales into insignificance. And maybe the worries of life mm. and the problems and the, the, the burdens that we carry dissipate because we've got our mm. eyes focused on Jesus. Mm. Yeah, so, it's beautiful. Yeah. I am. Um, it's funny the the a sort of almost flip analogy of that is you know like you can put your hand up and block out the sun you know like you like if you stand you can obscure the sun and it's mm. what the enemy tries to do mm. but it's a perspective thing as soon as i move my head to the side you can suddenly see the sun again or you know like you know whatever up to me and again it's that thing of jesus central changes your perspective of everything else around mm. you um, and yes. going back to what you're talking about the starts what the enemy is always trying to do with that voice is to shift your perspective either just to mm. take your gaze of Jesus or to put something in front of him that, you know, my hand relative to the sun, it's not even comparison, you know, and basically what Satan yeah. will often try and do is just to obscure the sun, Jesus, and mm. um, with small stuff that as soon as you either just dismantle it, as you were talking about earlier, or shift your perspective, then suddenly you realize actually this, this was nothing in the first place. Mm. It's, um, it's beautiful. Um, well, so, you know, yeah, one, one of the biggest reliefs, Pippa, is when you introduce someone and you say they're honest and they're open and they'll, you know, they basically, they've all got interesting <laughs> stories and they're an evangelist and, you know, they make disciples and stuff. And then it's borne out in the conversation. It's beautiful. So um, genuinely, Pippa, thank you. There will be people that will be blessed you. by just even that openness and honesty. And, um, you know, folks are either so. feeling, mm -hmm. yeah, just sort of stuff that they've been battling with for 30 years and it's hope actually mm. that they, it's yeah. not it's not waiting on someone else to do something like actually in christ they can deal with that themselves mm. and things mm. let alone some of the honesty about just the the normalness of hearing god's voice in the day-to-day -day and seeing him move mm. um or even just in kind of you know just that um uh, reclaiming obedience and actually it being a good and beautiful thing so genuinely mm. thank you very much um for today i'll just quickly pray but father god lord i just ask for mm. Uh, an ever-increasing blessing on Pippa, Lord God, as you use her. Lord God, there will be many others, and I, I know the taste of it well myself, of seeing other people and thinking, well, they've got this thing or they've got that thing or they're in this trajectory. Lord God, the only thing we can ever give you is this moment right now, today. Lord God, and again, it's, yeah. it's the same with obedience. It's everywhere, Lord. How many verses talk about don't worry about tomorrow? Like, you know, it'll take care of itself. Mm. We, none of us know what we have tomorrow. None of us knows what's in store but we have this moment now and we can either choose to turn it to you Lord God um, or we can choose to turn away so Father God thank you for these moments with Pippa bless her 
and um, bless anyone that's listening or watching with yeah, us now. Thank you. Pippa, thank you very much. Um, thank you for anyone that spent the time with us. I'm Pleasure. sure you'll have enjoyed it. Um, and um, we'll see you again um, some point soon. All the best.